BridgeBank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to the risk takers, the game changers, and the disruptors. BridgeBank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. BridgeBank, be bold, venture wisely. Hi there, I'm Randad Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. You're listening to Right Nowish, and I'm your host, Pendarvis Harshaw. This week, we're not handling business as usual, because to do that will be to not acknowledge everything that's going on in America right now. From police brutality to uprisings to people questioning what is a black life worth. I wanted to take a minute to give space for that. I start first by offering my condolences to the families of George Floyd, as well as Breonna Taylor and Ahmaud Aubrey, as well as those, all of those, who've lost their lives in the struggle to end police brutality and extrajudicial killings of African-American people. And then I want to bring you into my world. I want to share with you why I personally think it's important to end police brutality. See, it starts this past Monday. I'm sitting in line at the drive-thru at the El Pollo Loco, right? I'm listening to Lion Babe's song, Rockets. Not on purpose, it just happened to be randomly playing. I could look in the rearview mirror and see my daughter in the back seat bobbing to the music. The line wasn't moving, but of course, my thoughts were. The video footage of George Floyd's death, that was the first thought. Next came the images of protesters. And then the words from President Trump. When the looting starts, the shooting starts. The line I was sitting in inched closer to that order box thingy that fast food restaurants had. And at the same time, my thoughts expanded. Last month, the death of a guy known as V.S., a neighborhood legend in the dubs in East Oakland, where I spent my formative years. That's what came to mind. See, his streetside memorial was removed not too long after the candle wax had cooled because the new residents of the neighborhood complained. It served as a reminder that the neighborhood was changing and the city I love was changing and even in the midst of that change black death black lives black people don't really even matter also late last month a guy in my friend's circle uh, who went by Juice he was murdered in East Oakland and talking to a common friend about that he simply said that they'll never figure out who did it and the conversation just kept going that idea that they'll never figure out who did it, that served as a reminder that there is no such thing as justice. Not for us. Lastly, last week, I wrote a column about my experience alongside a river in Sacramento. The story is really centered on my Memorial Day plan to kind of escape thoughts of race, politics in America by relaxing and building sandcastles with my daughter. Until a big white boat with a Trump 2020 flag went cruising by. But what I left out of the story 
something that I didn't know at the time of writing it, is that not too far from where my daughter and I were, just a day or two later, a five-year-old African-American boy by the name of Zion Butler drowned. It was that thought, the idea of the river eating this little boy alive. That's what had me wiping tears from my eyes with dirty hands like COVID-19 isn't still a real thing. I can only imagine what that person who worked at the fast food joint must have thought as they handed me my shrimp Cajun bowl and they looked me in my red eyes and seeing me in shambles and my daughter just in the backseat dancing. Look, I know the tone of the room, the tone of the country, is centered on police brutality and how we can stop that. And yeah, I'm all for it. It's the clear-cut thing to do. Push the line on ending police brutality. It's something I've been fighting for since before Oscar Grant's murder. I'm talking about since Gary King or Gus Rugley or Sean Bell or Amadou Diallo and so many more. And I get it. There's layers to it. I understand. But in two decades of fighting, on top of what my elders have done, on top of what my ancestors did... It becomes overwhelmingly frustrating and quite clear that nothing is changing. And then you couple that with black homicides, black health outcomes, black child mortality statistics, the life expectancy for African-American folks. And you get the sense that the death of African-Americans is normalized. And you end up where I am. Numb. I wish I had a parting message for you, something to uplift or inspire, or at least find a way to build community, which is what this show is generally about. But I don't. I'm not here to bullshit you. I just want to thank you for your time. Again, offer my sincere condolences to the families who've lost loved ones. Love yourself. Peace. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. Thanks.